this funny gleep gives me the stopwatch. Hey, that's what George called him a gleep. This, this crazy gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him a gleep. Gleep. Can I just get one of these on the air? That's all I want, and then I'll not do it. You do it. I'll, you want, I'll save it though. I honestly don't care what you do. Maybe I can let them tie a balloon. That'd be fucking. That'd be fun. That'd be so. It's actually not that hard. Shut to up. Travel. We did it. Congratulations. Wow. Please don't ever do that, that again. That, that's the noise I'll make before I read the book. You're gonna you're gonna upset the serial killer. <laughs> I hope I can upset him. I've been trying to provoke him for weeks. You know, my favorite part about fast food is when you have to construct your own meal. Yeah, when you have to make it at home. <laughs> uh -huh. This is quick. How much do you think people at Wendy's make? Like thirteen. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Because they don't make minimum wage because the the, uh, the turnover is too high. Nobody wants to work at Wendy's, so they have to pay more. But Quick Trip pays seventeen. And that's easy as shit to work at Quick Trip. Yeah, but Quick Trip's also just a good company. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, for like an intro level job. It's rated like the number one company in the Midwest to work for. Which is funny because Jeff's Little Store is the lowest rated company. In... <laughs> I don't think it's rated at all. No, exactly. That's how bad they are. It's not a franchise. Why the fuck? I guess it is, it technically. It just needs to be bought out by Quick Trip. That's it. world will be peaceful. Peace on Earth once Jeff's Little Store is buried in the fucking ground. <laughs> all you have to do is make money so you can buy them out. See, the problem with that plan, though, is then they get money. I know. I don't want Jeff to be rich. He's already got enough money where he was able to start a little store. And then I think Minoco, Minnesota Independent Oil Cooperative. What? That's what, instead of being called just Jeff's Little Store, they're called Minoco. You know what I mean? Yeah. To where I think they must have given him some amount of money. So I don't know if they're already bought out by Minoco, which is stupid because Quick Trip definitely has way more money than these fucking people do. Quick Trip should be the only gas station around here. Yeah, whole state should just be Quick Trips. Maybe a Cenex here or there. A Sinclair once in a while just to see the dinosaur. What are your thoughts on Holiday? Oh, they're not... Oh, I don't know. It's like just a... The problem with Holiday is like it's just a worse Quick Trip. It would be improved everywhere. I Like, Rochester, there's a sign in Rochester that says like seven Quick Trips at the next three exits or whatever. Like, huh. <laughs> Why not make that number as high as possible? They are, I think. I want, I want every hotel to be turned into a Quick Trip. I want Rochester just to be the Mayo Clinic, IBM, and Quick Trip. And that's it. A Menards, maybe. A Menards, a Fleet Farm. The North Menards, because nothing I else is going to go I think there should be there. at least one that has one store of every niche. Yeah, of, like, category of store. Like, construction. Home, not home furniture. The home decor superstore can burn. Completely <laughs> worthless. I Worst store I've ever been in. That's, like, that's... As much, the thing is with that is like, uh, there's less disappointment because we didn't know what was going to replace the shop go. Yeah. But then with the wedding day thing, we're like, oh, 100%. That's going to be a Popeye's. That'll be cool. That'll be cool to get some Louisiana chicken experience. Because Rochester doesn't have anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> Except for just, yeah, the Mayo Clinic.
IBM, which is now replaced with a call center, essentially. It'd be funny if Dell moved into the IBM building. <laughs> and they allowed it. That'd be awesome. But yeah, nothing else is allowed to... Really all IBM is working on nowadays is like way too high-tech stuff. Okay, like past deep blue, the chess computer? Yeah, it's it's things that realistically, you, when you think about it, you're like, oh, that could help society out. They're working on AI. But then you look at it and you're like, oh, they're just making a chess machine. Yeah. That's know, what I, IBM is. Really now. overly specific AI. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, okay, does anybody need this? No. <laughs> so they get they get paid like a lot of money to do one or two big projects a year that... Just rich people want. Yeah, I we did uh, Shifolius's house, or part of it, Friday. And that's the guy. Andy is the name. Andy Shifolius is the son of the guy that used to own half of downtown Rochester. Because he's Greek. And I don't know how he made his money, but he just screwed people over. Like, he was a piece of shit guy. All the Andy's liquors, which I thought was a chain of, like, small town things. And I thought there was, like, two. But there's not. There's seven. But Andy, his name... Andy Shifolius is that's why it's Andy's liquor. So this guy's just loaded. And it's the bricks done by like commercial people. Their house is like $4.5 million. They're redoing it just to sell it. And I, I just, I don't get it. Hey, why would you, why, if you had that much money, why would you ever live here? It's beyond me. For how shit Rochester is of an archetypal town this size. Because there's a lot of rich doctors. <sighs> they want to drink away their troubles. I, man, I don't, I can't imagine doctors are going to alcohol. I think they're going to more prescribed, you know what I mean? It can't be that hard. I guarantee every high-level surgeon in the Mayo Clinic gets off of work and just drinks themselves into a stupor. Oh, man. I don't know. I think it'd be like a cocaine thing. No, they do that before the surgery. Okay. That makes sense. So they're hyper-focused. Yeah, exactly. And then it wears off. Yeah, if it goes like a 20-hour surgery, you can't do that without, you know, cocaine. Without a break, even? I mean, yeah. yeah. You need yeah, cocaine. Yeah, of course. It's yeah, it's, and it's like Mayo it's Clinic quality. It's number one hospital TM quality. I wouldn't be surprised if Mayo Clinic has an underground that's not available to the public where that's they just deal like, cocaine to the surgeon. Yeah, high upper employee drug dealing. That's completely legal. Yeah. Not completely Well, they legal. pay off the Minnesota government. Yeah. There's got to, yeah, easily. Easily. If there's rooms for like the Saudi princes to go to, mm. specific floors for that type of wealthy people. There's got to be some underground shit. Yeah. More underground than the subway. Which isn't which really barely that underground. underground. <laughs> yeah, which probably will cave in. It's the only subway I've ever heard of that doesn't have a subway. It is. Uh... Just, there's no there's no underground train It'd in be, there. I'd be, I'd be even fine with just a model train track somewhere. Just so it fits the name. Like, oh, this is some abandoned track. Yeah. Even if it's never been used. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just make just make one that goes in a circle. That's it. I just want to look at a cool little subway train. We already have a Skyway. What do we need a subway for? Skyway thing should. I think the Skyway is the next step. It should go everywhere. Yeah. Every home should have a Skyway. <laughs> it, it'll bring Rochester together. Then all the homeless people don't have to stand at an intersection. They can just live in the Skyway. Oh, it'd be beautiful. It'd be like the hamster homes. Oh, no, hamster history. It'd be like the hamster homes, but with people. Well... If people want to live in pods and eat bugs and wear 50 masks and never leave their home, we can do the hamster, the, the human tube. The human tubular city. The problem is the number one issue. Tube city. In Rochester. How's, how's that for a name? <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. 
The number one issue in Rochester with homeless people is that they're always in the Skyway because it's otherwise cold outside. Yeah, I bet it's a bitch to be in the Skyway in the summer. I bet your weights and it's like, no, but every, all the homeless people are in like lakes and stuff. But yeah, right in the middle of winter, you walk through the Skyway, you'll see just mounds of homeless people. That's where they flock to. That's where they migrate to no, in the no. winter. Instead of being snowbirds, they're going south. They, they just... I don't know. They just hibernate in the skyways. They're Minnesota's... And it's illegal. Is it? Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. How do you get... They straight up sleep in the skyways. Do you, like, spray them with a leaf blower? Or spray them? Do you, like, blow them with a leaf blower? And, like, shoot, little fella. That's a group of people I wouldn't want to piss off. Like, of course, this guy has way less to lose than I do. He doesn't have a home. Like, actual homeless people, not the people that, like, you know, sit at intersections and stuff. Yeah. And beg for money, and then they get picked up at the end of the day. Right. Like the fucking people that do not have a home and have literally nothing to lose. It's like, do you really want to piss that guy off? I get, I get that a lot of them are decent people. But like, you know, a couple are like at that breaking point of like, if I get fucking blown with a, a leaf blower again, I'm going to eat the person I have that a does knife. It. I will just stab you. Yeah, really. And then he's in jail and he has way better food and, you know, shelter and everything's improved. When my cousin worked for the security company. The, you can name them. They're really well liked. I don't remember their name. Premier Security? Premier Security. Yeah, best, other best company in Rochester. <laughs> One star rating. Yeah, and they have like a 300 square foot building downtown and that's their headquarters. And I don't <laughs> understand. It makes no sense. He, a lot of the time, would patrol the, the Marriott. Okay. And part of his job was to go up into the Skyway because the Marriott owns part of the Skyway. That's kind of cool. And speaking, just shoot, throwing this in, Gus Chifolius, Andy Chifolius' dad, owns the, or owned before he died. So Andy Chifolius now does own the <laughs> Hilton Hotel downtown. The whole thing. So I, I, I just know, I don't know how it happens, but whatever, whatever. When you're born it's not like I'd Yeah, it's not like I'd complain about that level of passive income. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, Marriott connects to Skyway. Marriott Sky. owns the Skyway where the homeless people were. Yeah, okay. so the, there's a bunch of homeless people in there. So he goes up to the Skyway, and my cousin constantly always is looking for a fight. Nice. When he got this job, he was so excited. He purchased steel-toed boots. Cool. Uh, Not cheap, but yeah. He owns a police-grade baton, Ooh. like a collapsible baton. Yeah. That you can flick out and literally break someone's kneecap with oh, extremely it's easily. Perfect. It feels like the 50s again. He bought like leather gloves to keep him warm. Yeah. But it has hard rubber on the knuckles. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> In case he were to ever punch somebody. Yeah. He's he's just decked yeah. out all the time. All the, the second he, he got get. his job, like the first thing he asked his supervisor is, can I carry a gun? <laughs> And the supervisor's like, no, you need to take a class for it. And he goes, where do I take the class? <laughs> he's like, this is all he's ever wanted yeah. is to get into a fight. And he's the nicest guy ever. Yeah. But... He can get his dark side out at his job. <laughs> There's just something where he's got he's got the whole motorcycle, stereotypical motorcycle culture. Yeah. Of like, I just want to fight somebody. Yeah. And so he he has all of this stuff. And he would go up into the Skyway, and he would see homeless people, and... and it's like the Terminator, like, target-acquired thing. Yeah. Of, yeah. And most of the time, like I said, he's a very nice person. So he's okay with getting into a fight if he has to, but for the most part, he's going to be nice about it. So he'd see a homeless guy sitting there, you know, sleeping in the Skyway. He'd, like, lightly kick him, just nudge him awake, not, you know, no damage to him at all. He's just like, hey... Just so you know, this is where the, like, I'm working security for the Marriott 
this is where their property ends. So you can stay in the Skyway, but you need to go over this imaginary line. Because <laughs> then you're not in my jurisdiction and I don't care what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it would literally be like, hey, just scooch like 20 feet down the Skyway. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right. Yeah, that's one really Okay, cool. And uh, my cousin would commonly not eat his lunch. He would he would bring a lunch a lot of the time and he just wouldn't eat it. He'd go up to the Skyway and he'd be like, hey, you look like you want something. You want my sandwich? I'm not going to eat it. But there was one time where he kind of nudges a guy. He's like, hey, can you just, you know, move out of my area of the Skyway just so it's clear, you know, it's an image thing for the Marriott that they want to uphold. And the guy's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay here. And my cousin's like, well, you need to, you need to move. Yeah. You know, whether it's by force or whatever, you're moving. I'm just trying to be nice about it and give you the opportunity to do it. Yeah, to do it yourself before I have right. to turn into a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, I'm not going to move. Like, all my stuff is set up here. This is where I'm camping out. My cousin's like, all right, fine. Th then, like, I guess I'll call the cops because that's his job. Is Okay. He's not supposed to get into a scuffle. He's supposed to just call the police and they'll deal with it. But he is allowed to defend himself. So he calls the cops and he starts egging this guy on. Because he's like, if you at all attempt to do what I can possibly conceive as you hitting me, I can fight you to my full extent <laughs> in any way that I want. Yeah. And the guy ended up pulling a knife on him. Oh, fuck. And it was like going to attack him. And my cousin just takes him down. <laughs> like, no problem. <laughs> He, and he, like, takes him down, and then he, like, picks him up after he's knocked out and moves him over the skyway. He waits for the police to get here. He goes, it's taken care of. <laughs> we got it. We got it, boys. <laughs> when my boss did uh, police training for, like, correctional deputy for the cops or whatever, the person he was fighting, when the person runs at you and you're supposed to use, like, a takedown method on him or whatever, mm -hmm. like, you have to, like, they're a threat, and you have to do X, Y, and Z. And that's how you pass. And his commanding officer, whatever the fuck the designation was for this, was like a 5'3 woman. My boss said, like, he's 6'2", 220, and he's not, he's not intimidated. You know what I mean? It's hard for him to see a 5'3 woman running at him as a threat. So she, she ran at him, and he just stiff-armed her to the ground, and he got a bunch of shit for it. <laughs> or, like, she got pissed because he did that. He's like, I, you're not frightening i'm not scared i don't you know what i mean i don't i just imagine there's some aspect of that too of like just goes up to the homeless person and they're like really feral and raggedy and malnourished as homeless people actual homeless people probably are right and it's like okay buddy come, let's i'm gonna carry i'm gonna princess carry you over here while you try to stab me <laughs> and then i'll move your stuff over and he's big yeah he's like six foot seven yeah he is very tall <laughs> yeah when you were at your your first house your cousin would constantly bang his head on that light. Yeah. Yeah, that's Which not Which nobody fun. else would hit. No. I would kind of rub my head against it, but it's like, okay, that's not fun. That's a bit low, but still, it's not. I don't like where it is. Your cousin's like three inches taller than I am. Boom. Oh, you, that sucks. I always want to be like 6'5". Like, that's kind of a grass is always greener thing. Like, if I was just a little taller. But I'm 6'2", and I constantly hit my head on shit. It's like, good. For that moment, I'm like, fuck, I wish I was tiny. I wish I was a migger. <laughs> Chew on that word in. Oh, man. We should get an actual small person. I'll, I'll be respectful when I'm making a request on the pod. I don't know any of them, though. I think our friend's foster sister is technically one, but that's kind of cheating. Is like, it? yeah, I bet I can find another person in Rochester that's 4'10". And it's legally a small person. 
But I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Why get the tallest small person? I want like an average small person, like somebody who's like three foot eight or four foot, you know? I don't, it just, it's, it feels kind of disingenuous. <laughs> If I get the tallest one, it's like it just seems too easy. Like I'm not really. You're trying. five foot two. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's a normal height. Yeah, I just I don't. I, it's amazing to me that our buddy's sister could get a grant from college just because she was short. Like the small people of America grant, and it's like what? Like you're not short enough isn't that, where you're being marginalized. Isn't that ableist or something? <laughs> I don't. Whatever. Yeah, four ten's a pretty bullshit cutoff for that. It should be like four six. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't, I don't know. If you hit the four foot mark, you're too tall. Yeah, right? There should be a class of grants of like the shorter you are, the more money we give you. If you can get past my knee, if I can You're hold, above knee height. If an average height American man can hold a basketball above his head and you can get it out of his hands, you're too tall. Man, I don't think our friend's sister would be able to do that. <laughs> Maybe she is. And then when you do, when you give that example, there's no way. She's tiny. There's no way. Oh, shit. I'm really, I'm very worried about hamster history. Why? One, don't want to do it. But we're going to, which sucks. Because I'm not, I'm not excited. Two? In fact, by the time this comes out, we've probably already done it. Uh, yeah, I would say that's a good fucking chance. Two, the powers that be, Google, basically, have already gathered enough audio information on us talking about hamster history to then recommend me a YouTube video on the history of, I think it was guinea pigs, which is close enough to hamster. I know what they're trying to do. Cause we, t we mentioned the gerbil guinea pig hamster. And connection. I think that's part of hamster history for I, sure. I, I, don't, I don't think, I don't care. I hate hamsters. I had a hamster when I was, <laughs> when I was a kid and I never took care of him. That's a perfect example of one of those relationships where a kid's like, hey mom, dad, can we get like, an ostrich? I'll take care of him. And then the parents have to take care of the ostrich while the kid fucks off and forgets about that it. That happened to me yeah. when I was younger. Classic kid story. <laughs> there was some fucking guy on Craigslist in Casson. I think one of the K towns, either Kenyon or Casson. Not Kenya. Sure. Uh, maybe the K country. Kazakhstan? Oh, no, we can't go into this. <laughs> But he was selling an emu. I'm like, holy fuck, that'd be fun to get and not tell anybody about. And then you, you like have it in the barn. And then somebody when it's goes really in. small, people don't even, you look at it and you're kind of also like, it's kind of weird. I think it was an adult normal. emu. Oh, okay. I don't think there was that growth stage. But on the, the pitch for it to entice you to buy an emu, minimum needs nine foot fencing. It's, fuck, <laughs> I don't have that. Are you kidding me? I, I don't know where I'd keep this thing. I kind of want to, like, it'd be a good inside pet if you just put them in your basement. Mm -hmm. And then you got everything out of your basement, and then just turned it into an emu shitting ground. Where you just <laughs> threw down feet and ran back upstairs before he attacked you. That'd be so fun. You just have a fence down. Yeah. You can. There's a tiny little slot that you can open up to dump. It's like food a mail slot. It. Yeah. You pour like pellet food in there, and then you never go into that room ever again. Oh, he would hate you. It's like how to get dogs to attack people. Is you show them a picture of somebody, and then you kick the dog, and then you keep doing that. Yeah. And I think that works. Never tried it. Definitely never will. Unless I ever, if I if I get a pit bull, I'd probably try it. But that's why I just I just um... but you would never have a pit bull. Exactly. So I, I know I, I know what I'm doing. Just dogs of the world, you are safe. Yeah. Any non-baby eating dog. So every other dog that's not a pit bull. I need a baby. Would you? Yeah. You want to take that stance? <laughs> yeah, that's my okay. official stance. I I. No, I'm not. I wouldn't kill a baby, just to be clear. But if somebody was serving baby, 
I try. I think I try. Yeah, you go to some socialite, upper class, you know, hidden kind of skull and bone society esque <laughs> Mayo Clinic dinner party, and all they're serving is baby. Maybe I would. Maybe baby. I knew it. I knew it because I was going to make some stupid baby joke. You said maybe. I would rather eat an adult person first. Before going then the baby route. then you'll realize how good baby is. Yeah, then I'll appreciate it. It's like the veal of yeah. beer. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about this before, but like how some people, a lot of people actually just aren't fan of mutton. But a lot of people like lamb. Yeah. It's like, what's going on there? I think, I don't know. I don't think babies, I don't think babies have enough actual lean muscle tissue. But to, what they do have. Is just fat. Is good. That's it. Is it? I have to imagine. You can just get you can Nobody just, talks you can just about buy this. cow fat. Like brisket trimmings, that's the cheapest thing. It's like 50 cents a pound in Chatfield. Why don't rich people just do that instead of eating children? <laughs> that's awful. Cuz children is a delicacy. It's like the uh, how this is a kind of uh dinosaurs have feathers thought, but how um what was it? Lobster, crab. Yeah, lobster and crab used to be like poor people food. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but now it's super expensive and for rich people only. I feel like baby might be that way. You think so? Of the only people who would eat babies would be the people that were like would need to do it in a survival situation. Be like, oh, you ate your son? I bet you're poor and starving, you loser. Oh, I'll tell you right now, in a survival situation, say just a stereotypical plane crash, we're stranded. Why do you have to crash in the planes? <laughs> That way we're in a survival situation. Oh, because there's the plane's there. not going to safely just... land, and now you have to survive. No, I'm saying like P L A I N S, like the Great Plains. Is it because there's nothing there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the plains are so great that they're just a desert. It's just wheat everywhere, and you're like, oh, we're fucked. It's just wheat, and we're like, we can't eat this. Yeah. We can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't have a combine. So we're in a survival situation in the middle of Montana. Okay. <laughs> Just open field as far as the eye can see. Yeah. And you're on a full Boeing 747. Yeah. And you're the only adult. <laughs> and every other passenger is a baby. No. <laughs> no, not in this situation. Okay. There's other adults. Okay. My Because usually that's was... the only way I can get you to fly. <laughs> is if I can get a, a plane full of babies. You spend a lot of money to get me to fly. Oh, it's very, it's very hard to convince people to leave their toddlers alone on a plane with we'll you. Fly, we'll fly them back to you, but we need them for right now. Yeah. Rain Man needs it as his comfort item. <laughs> it just, it makes, it soothes me when there's just a cacophony of crying Oh, on it a plane. would be the worst. <laughs> You're trying to get over that fear of going on a flight and having child or children's cry the whole time. So you're like, fuck it. Let's go 100% with this. I want to be the only excluding the pilot. Or including the pilot. I want to be the only adult on this plane. Welcome to Baby Pilot. Oh, it'd be a good movie. Baby Plane. There that's, you go. Yeah, Baby Plane. And then the first episode's called Welcome. That's how it starts. It's Welcome to Baby this Pilot. Is, this is the Baby it's Pilot. It's called Baby Pilot. <laughs> so stupid that'd be very hard to do as a show because you need to get a lot of parents to be like can your kid act i think a lot of parents <laughs> babies if need they to be live able to near act? hollywood uh -huh. any parent would easily give up their baby to be in a show oh yeah people would sell their kids for a line of cocaine mm -hmm. yeah that's how california is viewed it's not even a problem at all and the best part you don't even have to use the same babies every episode yeah you don't even have to Fuck use the you, same Bob babies Saget. scene to scene yeah it'd be fun to get mary kate and ashley olsen but we, we treat them like they're Michelle 
and uh, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Of course. Yeah. yeah, Michelle and Michelle. Yeah, they're the two stewardesses. <laughs> and you are both the only adult, excluding them, but they're the twins from Full House, so they're the children. Um, you're the only They look very different now, but they play the same character. Yeah, they so. have the, like, the Michelle's overall and pink shirt outfit on. It's really They weird. very clearly look different. <laughs> and you play the only adult passenger on this plane, and you have to pilot the plane. That's one of the episodes when something it's, happens it's to every baby pilot. episode. No, first episode, baby pilot. Baby fine. pilot, okay. But then the second episode, something happens to He has to like baby bad... Pilot microwaved breast milk that you're not supposed to do yeah he poops he his sick. diaper yeah <laughs> and he he has diphtheria <laughs> <laughs> so is anybody else on this plane a pilot and everybody cries and you're just <laughs> i'll do it yeah i don't know how fine <laughs> i'm like i'm like okay they can just walk me through it'd be it. a good adult swim show <laughs> they can just walk me through it mission control you get on the radio all right i i'm the only one on the plane that has a chance to possibly land this what do i do yeah, at the you, other oh, end. No, <laughs> it's the robots have taken over the Navy episode of SpongeBob. Everyone, everyone is else babies. Is a baby, except me and, and the Mary, steward, <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> is that their names? I think it is. Right. Well, they they play off as they're the same person. Yeah. But in in one of the episodes, you're like, I swear to God, you're a different person. You go on a sleuthing adventure with your baby partner. And you try What's to a figure sleuthing it out. thing adventure. <laughs> you're trying that to sleuth fun. out. Okay, that helps. You said, let me finish. <laughs> you, you're like, this is definitely two separate people. So you scout the plane and you're like, I have to find this other person because they have to be on here somewhere. Okay. Throughout the entirety of the series, the plane never lands. Oh, that's cool. It's like, oh, that's it adds another layer of depth. <laughs> I wonder what powers it. Crying? <laughs> it's a, it's the first cry powered plane <laughs> and you have to land it safely but you don't know how to fly a plane so you just decide to keep it up in the air until you can learn yeah you don't realize that the the emergency landing is just you shitting your pants you go to like That's how it detects it the, in the compendium seat. in the back room it's oh, just a library full of okay books there we go <laughs> too bad you can't say library <laughs> or study there's a study in the or lavatory of the plane. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people call it a compendium. <laughs> That's a, a more... Well, a compendium is like one book. Oh, is it? But he has like a giant thick book <laughs> like with a... all the information. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> so you gotta slowly like learn it's your It's like way. a manual for a car. Yeah. It has like 57A, 57A2, all that shit. And then season finale, you finally get to the page. I like, like my finale unseasoned, actually. <laughs> I, know, I know that's a bold take to have. Unseasoned finale. You. you get to the last page. <laughs> oh, shit, that's stupid. And it says this chapter, this is the name of the chapter, chapter 97. <laughs> okay. This is the chapter that will teach you how to land a plane. That's the title of yeah. the chapter. Yeah. And he goes, oh my god, we figured it out. And yeah. then... The right before the episode cuts out, the plane crashes. Baby partner vomits on the page, and he goes, "No, baby partner!" And then that's the end of the unseasoned finale. And that's that's the, my name is Earl Cliffhanger. And then that's the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> ba- it's the oh no, it's the Carlos kind of moment to see all the whole series. Baby partner. <laughs> 
that's his name. Stupid. <laughs> that would be a different world. What if? And when then... would people die? How? I don't know why you're immune to it. And the Olsen twins are also <laughs> immune to it. But if everyone's a baby, when when's like old age? When they can talk, they just explode. How do they procreate? Are they just spawned in? I think there's some some plot going on where everyone on the planet is turned into a baby. Okay. But you and the Olsen twins are immune to like the, the beam or whatever. Okay. It was probably good Bob Saget that did it. Whatever his name is, that's lost he's, time. He's so upset that he didn't get the actual show. Yeah. That he's spent his entire life making a baby beam. Yeah, the problem is he shot himself at the end. <laughs> so we don't, we go to ask him. He's like, I've done what I needed to do. And then he held it up to his head and he shot himself and yeah. he turned into a baby. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, in baby language. Yeah, after you land the plane, this is, this is season okay, two. Season, okay, yeah. Season two, you... He cleans off the book, lands the plane. It, it happens in the first episode. It's like not that big of a deal. It, the cliffhanger makes it seem like it's a really big problem. Baby partner. <laughs> not that big of a no. deal. He lands the plane safely. He's fine. He finds out the rest of the world has been babified. Okay. Him and Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who are still trying to play off that they're one person, even though in episode they're four still... we figured out that they were two separate people. And they're, they're, meth- they're acting as uh, Michelle Tanner from the show. Yeah, exactly. They're Both doing of a them role are. Play. And it's really weird. <laughs> they're dressed up as like eight-year-old Michelle Tanner, and they're like 35. It's really weird, but you're like, you, you two are the only other people on the planet that I can talk to, so you're coming with me. Yeah. We're going to stick together, yeah. even if I don't Any non-baby like... I run into. It's yeah. like the LMOE thing. Of like, even though Will Last Forte... Man on Earth. Yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> but Will Forte, first episode, or second episode, should have killed Kristen Shaw for how she sounds. <laughs> but he didn't, because he's lonely. Right. And that was a punishment because then he runs into January Jones. And it's like, okay, this is just a non-shit Christian Shaw in every way. (laughs) Good thing we're stuck with her. So he goes around. I imagine some sort of like Walking Dead scenario. What's that? Babies crawling Hopefully, if that's a a show about like zombies and stuff, I was just a guess. Hopefully it's not on still. (laughs) Or forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully there's not like four spinoffs of it either. That'd be terrible. (laughs) There's just babies crawling around. You see a baby like with an airbag in the car. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. Society is a mess. Yeah, everybody's crashing into shit. I haven't figured out yet how he gains the knowledge that good Danny Tanner is the one that made the beam, but he figures that out somehow. It's probably because he's like, oh, maybe there's uh, there's the physical compendium, I think, Yeah. book that was in the plane. Mm-hmm. maybe there's a digital format of media that I can find. So he goes to Best Buy. Okay. And he's like, okay, there's got to be a, a, a instructional video on all this shit. Because he's like, I, I, I don't know if he, he's like, okay, if there's babies everywhere, I'm going to go to the Caribbean. Because babies can't swim. Right. So that just, I'll be on vacation the rest of my life. That's a pretty good idea. So he's like, cool, let's learn more about planes. He goes to Best Buy. He's like, DVDs, DVDs. Every fucking episode is the pilot episode with good Dan, every every DVD is just a single episode copy of that episode of Full House, the one without Bob. I Sagan. thought you were gonna say the all the display TVs in the back are playing it on loop. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> every form of episode. media. <laughs> They'll like you'll see news. You're like, oh, thank God. There's like the CNN logo on that. What is it? And it's just the CNN logo is over that episode of Full House. 
he walks into a Best Buy and CNN is playing on the display TV and like the logo pops up and goes do 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 yeah breaking and news then, but you see he sees the little icon in the side that is a picture of another baby that says <laughs> bad or a good Danny Tanner the culprit. <laughs> They're still running the news. Good Danny Tanner is God? <laughs> yeah, they can't talk, but they know perfectly how the English language works. Oh, every bird in Iota just hit your window. That was fun. <laughs> Jesus. Sheesh. Let's get that on the fucking pod. So he's like, okay, something suspicious about good Danny Tanner. Yeah. So he goes and he finds good Danny Tanner. He sees the gun next to it. And there's a... There's of course a, he's... Okay. There's a second <laughs> and, where he holds it up to his head and he's like, maybe I should just baby it. Yeah. Let's I just join gotta, everybody else. Yeah. Join the herd. When we all grow up, then we can deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't know at this point that babies explode whenever they develop any form of language. How would he? No one yeah, has correct. That. Yeah. We don't learn that until the next season. Well, that's even. the thing is like, surely with all the babies around, like say he lands in San Francisco, because that's where Full House is. And yeah. Michelle Tanner only knows San Francisco. And yeah, she's like, we have to land here. Yeah. I live here. And God damn it. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> And like you'd be like, okay, Mary, you gotta. It's Michelle. <laughs> you see, like Ashley in the background hiding behind a tree, when they're gonna like tag out and switch. And you're like, why? Why keep this off? You're like Ashley. Can you talk some sense into your sister? She and runs just, away. <laughs> she just runs away. Like I'm, I'm not here. But with how populous San Francisco is. You definitely, first day, would just see a random baby explode. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck was that? But he has no... That's it does the It does the the happy birthday thing. If you There's a skull on Halo 3 for when you headshot a grunt. It explodes into confetti. And it's a bunch of children go like, yay! And that's the <laughs> thing it does when a baby explodes. You're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's, yeah, that's the last episode of the season two. Yeah. Is that's how it ends. Is that you just hear that and then it goes to your face. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, you, fro you freeze up. Oh, no. I don't know how, I guess good Danny Tanner, just like Michelle Tanner, would reside even in baby form around San Francisco because he's spiteful that Bob Saget got the part and yeah, not him. Exactly. There's this weird, it's almost cryptic how... Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen are sending you on this seemingly wild goose chase, but it ends up being the right direction. I wonder if it's purposefully done by good Danny Tanner to not babify them. because oh. So they're like the messengers because he kind of wants somebody to figure it out. He wants somebody to care enough about him that they can reverse the whole babification of everybody. That's deep. Yeah. I think they're, I think they're the two wise men. <laughs> Even though they never work together because only one of them can be on the screen at the same... It's it's odd. And he's like, this other random dude on a plane? Yeah. He's also immune to it. Yeah. Wait, or is there's that just somebody, by accident? No, there's somebody in America that only flies if every other passenger is a baby. <laughs> he's perfect. And that's your directly targeted. This is his kind of society. He can figure it yeah, out. Yeah, he'll definitely be able to save everything. I bet he'll love me. He's really, he's really sad because he's still not Danny Tanner. It's been like 35 years. Just really beat up about him. Poor guy. And then the guy comes back. Uh, he finds good Danny Tanner. And he's like, okay. Good isn't Danny the guy Tanner. comes back? Isn't that you? <laughs> yeah, I am the main character. Yeah. I forgot. I come back. I, I find good Danny Tanner. 
and he's crawling. I love how that's what his name is because we don't know his name. <laughs> he's crawling back and forth between these two buttons, and one says "Keep Babies Forever," the other one says "Reverse Babies." Yeah, and then this is the the series finale. Okay, where I have to decide which button to press it's, it's, it's an interactive very, youtube video it's very tempting to press keep babies forever because yeah. this is, i can that means i can fly whenever i, can fly I want wherever i want whenever yeah. i want i don't have to worry about somehow anything. mary kate and ashley olsen didn't deter i guess they're the stewardess. and also it's really easy to smuggle past baby tsa that is a good point yeah <laughs> you can who are you dealing drugs to though if everybody's a baby i'm not no i'm bringing like a, a butter knife on the plane. Okay. <laughs> so I yeah. can butter some toast. Like the type of weaponry that's confiscated on the streets of Britain. Yeah. You're sneaking by. Yeah. <laughs> a utility knife it's to not cut anything, boxes. It's not anything dangerous for other people. It's just for my convenience. Yeah. I'm going to bring a lighter under the plane. <laughs> if I'm going to Wisconsin, I got to bring a butter knife. With how not, much just dairy a, there a is. A bucket that's just nine pounds of toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take, take a huge thing of shampoo. That one's just mostly out of spite. They try to stop you and you just hold it up. And they, they just, uh. <laughs> but that's, that's where uh, the series ends is me deciding on which one to do. And then it's, it's kind of a fill in what happened in, after. In my mind, yeah. In my yeah, it's like the Sopranos ending, or does Tony Soprano die or not? Yeah. In my mind, it's it happens at the perfect middle of the Golden Gate Bridge, of like <laughs> if you were to slice it down the middle. On one side, the button you know says reverse babies, and then keep babies forever. And if you were to hit, not saying not to you know reveal what happens, but you hit reverse babies, then everybody just goes backwards. <laughs> You're like really. <laughs> You hear, like, the fucking the drum thing, and then the... Dun -dun -dun. And that's a, that's one theory, but okay. I will not confirm or deny anything. Yeah, correct. Which is what the people that wrote The Sopranos, they'll never tell you. I'm also thinking a uh, possible alternate ending, where you run into this scenario, and throughout the time, uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen have completely changed, and it's like, Mary-Kate wants you to reverse it, Ashley okay. wants you to keep it, yeah. and then... I turn into a baby, and they're standing at the button, and they're like, "Come press this one." <laughs> they're not. They're not allowed to press it. No, there's some like genetic thing where only you can hit the button. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> like you gotta come on, you gotta press this one. And they're trying to egg me on after I'm a baby. I like the chaotic neutral thing of you shooting them with the baby gun, and then yourself, <laughs> and then just leaving. I think. I shoot them with the baby gun, and then because of good Danny Tanner has specifically made them immune to it. Okay. I was kind of a uh, give or take. He's just not going to directly shoot me with it. Yeah. I shoot them with it. It bounces off of them, hits me. I turn into a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that would be happened. kind of, that's your comeuppance, if you will. Yeah, exactly. That's what the show is called. <laughs> comeuppance? Yeah. I thought it was called Baby Plane. Well, tagline is comeuppance. That's the that's what the final episode name is. That's so I do two seasons, right? Yeah. Show gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> but it gets canceled. The the rate to book Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's gotta be pretty high. Too. <laughs> not like Brad Pitt level, but, but like they're it's not also cheap. They're like known the only people. actors aren't paying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Otherwise it's a bunch of babies. Yeah. You can pay them an exposure. Yeah, exactly. 
I just, I pulled out my pants. I knew it. I knew you were going to make some sexualizing, flashing children joke. Yeah, because all the moms of Hollywood are like, he'll be famous from this role, even though everyone else on the show pretty much is a baby. Yeah. And nobody's going to remember your fucking kid. It's the worst. But you could get a bunch of stupid people to yeah, go on exactly. with it. So, second season, show gets canceled. People are outraged. <laughs> <laughs> it's the highest rated show on TV. <laughs> I don't know why it got canceled. I really don't. Oh. Five years pass. I'm able to talk Hollywood into giving me another season. Okay. I call it Baby Plane Comeuppance. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see it. Question. Yeah. Baby related question. Okay. Does Alec Baldwin voice Boss Baby? Yeah. Whoa, is that bad since he shot that person for the series? I mean, there's no more Boss Baby things? He didn't voice Boss Baby in the TV show. Okay, who, that's weird, but okay. It's too expensive. That's fair enough. He did it in, in Boss Baby and Boss Baby 2. Okay. Boss Baby 2 All Grown Up or whatever that one is. That was the Rugrats. Boss Baby 2 Family Business, I think is what it's called. That's nuts that you know that. And it, it literally is, they're all grown up. Like, Boss Baby is now just boss. Well, that that's dumb. Yeah. That ruins the part of the mo- the first movie. But I think that they have to go back in time or something like they have to become babies <laughs> i don't know i've never seen it i like i like that we might have stolen parts of an already existing form of media but it's a form of media we've never seen we've seen the first one you think i might have stolen boss a uh, ba- baby plane from boss baby too? i think i think there there's a legal case that could be made by alan dershowitz I hope not. The king of lawyers. <laughs> the only lawyer if you are super rich. Everybody goes for him. I, just, I don't get it. Whatever. I hope that was all original because I put a lo- I put my heart and soul into writing Yeah, it was script. fun. It's fun because when we go through this, this is why it's so fun to do is because I'm living in that world exactly. of all baby. And like, how, how do people not do this? I can and see it perfectly. It's very niche where I feel like no one's ever done niche. anything even. <laughs> I learned it's called niche actually <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> no one's done anything even similar to this at all no i think it's because babies are very difficult to work with that's true i think it's because but they, in this case it's really easy because most of all the they time, have to do is cry yeah most they of the time that just, there's babies on screen it's literally just be a baby yeah i really don't care what you're doing crying crawling do whatever you want you're a baby yeah that's the whole point it's not that you can control them it's not like okay we're shooting a scene where you're a baby and then i'm gonna say something like really raunchy and then the mom gets upset, and then I want you to kind of giggle at it. No, it's yeah. your baby. Do whatever you want. Babies yeah. of all ages. Yeah, let them crawl over the plane. I don't give shit. Yeah, yeah they can do whatever. <laughs> as long as one's able to vomit on command. Me, Mary-Kate, and Ashley Olsen will just work around the babies so we're not, like, stepping on them. Yeah, how come nobody says... Ashley and Mary-Kate Olsen? Yeah. <laughs> That's why, because yeah, it sounds that terrible. face you just made when I said it was Ooh. pain. Because you need the double name f- person first. Yeah. Ashley and Mary-Kate Olsen. I'm going to start saying it that way, though. You ever think anyone's like, hey, Kate Olsen, what's going on? And she goes, That <laughs> <laughs> is not my name. Yeah, probably. <laughs> for the two people that talk to her a month i don't i don't know what former child stars do <laughs> they go hey hey kate olsen what are you doing she goes that's not my name it's ashley <laughs> <laughs> they look exactly the, the subset of twin where you can't tell them apart at all 
the worst kind of twin. Oh, I just oh, I don't get it. I don't I don't get why there's differing levels. You'd think the twin thing genetics would have pretty well down of like okay, this is just the same person pretty much. But then sometimes it's not. Or like it's the same person, but one they look way different. Kinda. Like what? <laughs> that's not that's not what twins are. What are you what are you doing? Well, and part of it is if you're identical twins at birth, literally just your life experiences could make you less identical too. That's a good point. There's also the twins that are brother and sister, which mm-hmm. spook me. But I don't think about that a lot. But I, I don't know how that works, but it's kind of cool. Like, that's my twin. It's like, oh, uh, I don't think so. She looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> You're identical brother-sister twins. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you two apart, and that's unfortunate yeah, for talking, one of you. You're talking to the sister, and you go talking about her brother. of like, oh, yo, Todd, what's up? And she's like, this is uh, not Todd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. This is Jenny. (laughs) It's an identical brother-sister twin combo, but the brother has a very feminine name. Just to fuck with people. (laughs) The fuck? You're just hearing about him in passing, and you think that Alex is the girl, and Alex is actually the guy. Hey, Jenny, what's up? Oh, nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I got the right twin this time. You can go a step further. (laughs) Where's Where's Tina? where's jake that's the best <laughs> she's outside if the, if we were gonna rank nazis that's the best one is i can't remember who it was but he escaped to brazil and there's a town in brazil that has way just unnatural prevalence of twins born like currently i think still and it's crazy you so whatever he did if we're gonna rank nazis yeah your number one nazi is a guy that you don't know the name of I just think for what he accomplished, yeah. The problem is, is it might be Joseph Mengele. So that's, that's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a slippery slope of like, that's like the worst one for atrocity wise. But also the twin thing's pretty cool. I think if I were to rank Nazis and I, I, I feel like it's a pretty basic ranking, I would give Hitler number one. Yeah. He's kind of the ideal one that yeah. all of them looked up towards. That's a pretty cop out answer, but I think Nazi. you're right. Yeah. It's just, I, I feel like you can't argue, you know, number two I think and you down, could, it's completely You could take different. the best, or yeah, you could take the every one of the neo-Nazis now and rank them against the worst Nazi back in the day. And the worst Nazi would still be above any of the skinhead neo-Nazis now. Oh yeah, neo-Nazis are terrible. They're no, they're just, stupid. there's no, there's no aesthetic to it. Of like, why did every, that's a thing too. Of like, is it really, if you don't know what the Nazis did and you see how they dressed, you're like, oh, that's cool. They care about their appearance. What the fuck's going on? And you see a neo-Nazi, his head shaved and he's covered in tattoos. He's on a fucking motorcycle. You're like, oh, that's not fun. That doesn't rep- That doesn't say class to me. That doesn't look like it's somebody who knows what he's doing. Can you name me three tenets of the Nazi party? I don't oh. think so. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, just hate blacks. You're like, no. Oh. Hate blacks. Um, I hate Jews. Uh, gays kind of suck. Yeah, and you're like, what are you? <laughs> You need to go home. Okay, so you're not... Mom, can I be a Nazi? We have Nazis at home. Nazis at home. So you're you're not a Nazi. You're just a bigot. You're just a retard. (laughs) Where are you you from? Who are you? fuck. (laughs) But I would like to get the... The thing is, is, like, I I know... I, I, I know about the phone rule. And I know about not looking things up. But the twin thing is so cool to me. That I think the fact that it's still going on today 
of whatever he put in the water is still making people have twins at like a noticeable rate more than everywhere else in the world. It's pretty cool. And I think we should, we should, why, why stop at twins? Why not go to triplets? Isn't that the, if you want to get a lot of twins, why not quadruplets? What, you know what I mean? Why not go above and beyond It's that? a completely different Did you want to master, set. did you want to master the twin thing before you try? That's probably what he was yeah, trying to do. exactly. Well, you're looking that up, I'll, I'll eat my food into the microphone. <laughs> okay. Good luck. Twin town in South Brazil, a Nazi's experiment or a genetic, uh, I love it. I love it. I love the PubMed. I just want to know his name. I just want to... Oh, shit. It was Joseph Mengele. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's so cool. So your ranking has been debunked. Well, Mengele did experiments on twins, but I don't... Oh, if I have to download a PDF, I'm gonna come. <laughs> I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so fucking sick of clicking on articles online and then it immediately downloading a PDF. It doesn't even phone. ask you if you want to do it. It's so stupid. Oh, no. It is claimed that such high frequency of twinning would be connected to experiments performed by the German Nazi doctor, Joseph Mengele. Oh, no. Yeah, he was like the twin guy. That's nuts. How come nobody's doing this now? I guess that kind of stopped. Fucking Nazis. Why do you hate the Nazis? Because we can't do human experiment. Oh, because they killed the Jews? No. It's because we can't experiment on humans anymore. That ruined the whole eugenics thing. Yeah, because Mengele, wasn't he the one where he's like, okay, we got twins. You're in two separate rooms. We're going to literally kill one and see if the other twin knows. It wouldn't shock me. <laughs> no, there's weird stories about that. Where the It's in David Goggins's book, Can't Hurt Me, where this guy's twin was in Iraq and then they got ambushed and all like 17 of the soldiers died. But the twin of this guy said to David Goggins, no, he's not dead. And then the surviving guy of this out of everybody was the twin and like that's fucking there's something Some to that weird sixth sense yeah no that that should be pursued so as long as Mengele could do less gruesome twin <laughs> yeah, experiments the, the problem is that all of his experiments ever were like the worst thing you can do yeah i just i think he's also the guy that he literally took somebody just threw him into a vat of ice water and then timed it to see how long it would take for him to get pneumonia and die i think so yeah <laughs> but it's good we know that yeah, now we know I, I, that. Yeah. How else are you supposed to... You can only do that in a like a, a prisoner of war scenario kind of thing. Yeah. And the problem is... And I think that makes up for the atrocities of the Nazi party. I'll go on a limb and say it. Well, the problem is that you look at that and you're like, okay, it, I think that's pretty bad. You shouldn't yeah, do that. That's, there's got to be a better way to... How about we save them right before they die? But... What happened is he has all this information because he was doing this for years. Yeah. He's just writing down all this information. As soon as the war ended, they like burned most of that. And you're like, people died for this information. Well, you can I think, keep it. I think a lot of them got off um, because the U.S. bought, you know, from the war crime thing of mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, the stuff you didn't burn will pay you for it. It's the same thing that happened for Unit 731, I think, where the Japanese, like, vivisected Chinese people, which is it's still, when they, when they existed, totally deserved. I, not, not, whatever. Completely justified. <laughs> but then those people got away with that because they sold information to the U.S. And it's like, that's, where, where does our moral boundary lie? If it can be your moral, you know, the atrocities of mankind can be expunged by giving you like a dime and like your information. I just, it doesn't, I, I, I'm not getting it. I, I think we need to really, I think the system might not be working as good as it could. 
oh, to really? take a non-controversial stance. <laughs> no one on the planet. I, would you know agree what? With you know you. what? I think things could be better. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say things might be able to be a little bit better. You know, I think there's room for improvement in the world. (laughs) What? Maybe just a little. You get punched in the face. Yeah, you fucking racist. (laughs) I didn't say anything about that. What are you doing? Why can't we put bad people in jail? They shouldn't be able to buy their way out of jail. Like, that's anti-Semitic. You're like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any... There's no connection I just want to make things better. Why are you hurting me? And that guy... And they say, or, or I could, you know, they'd be cool to live in a world where I'm not attacked for saying non-controversial things. And that guy just keeps kicking you. He doesn't have the self-assurance <laughs> or like self-awareness to realize that you're talking about him. You're out- you sound like my father and he keeps kicking you. <laughs> you're just outside. You're hanging out. You're like, you're in your driveway. It's kind of talking man, to yourself. the shade from this tree is really nice. And he just smokes <laughs> you in the face. Stop being so racist. That'd be a good what. What would you do <laughs> when you say things that aren't controversial at all? Like, oh, I hate that it's cloudy today, and he kicks you in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we need the clouds because this, the grass is getting too much sun. I want to, what would you do? He's curb stomping you. <laughs> yeah, the grass is going to dry out, dumbass. <laughs> I want to, what would you do with the bigot character? is played by John Quinones. <laughs> And then when the person confronts him to stop, he turns back into the host. <laughs> so it really confuses the person. Like, what the fuck? I thought you were beating the shit out of this guy because he complained that it was cloudy. But you're a host of this show. What race are you? <laughs> he's, he's kicking someone on the ground and then he turns to the camera. He's like, what would you do? <laughs> and he grabs somebody from like the, the drive or he stops somebody driving by. That's like slowed down, but watching John Quinones beat the shit out of this guy. And he goes, why didn't you stop me? <laughs> what in, the fuck? In fact, while we're talking to each other, I'm still kicking him. Yeah. You still haven't tried to stop me. Yeah. What's wrong with you? He's really the going above and beyond what this actor that paid to be kicked signed up for. <laughs> He's like picking him up and smacking him against the concrete. Yeah. He has a cloud pillow full of nickels. <laughs> he's just whipping it at him. This this guy that he pulls off the street, he's like, you haven't tried to stop me yet. What's the deal? And the guy goes, well, stop. He's like, I'm the host of the show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I can do whatever why'd you, I why'd need Why'd you to. feel the need to confront me just now? Even though he's sh- he made them basically <laughs> tell him to stop. <laughs> it's such a shit show. You know what irritates me is talking about shows that used to be on TV. Is I wish Cash Cab was back on. Is it not? I don't... I don't think so. What's Isn't Ben Bailey doing then? Probably comedy. He is pretty funny. He is pretty funny. And the cool, that's his best stand-up joke, is somebody got mad at him in Cash Cab, and then he finally got pissed and pulled over, and he's like, they don't expect a 6'6", former Marine, to get out of a taxi cab. <laughs> Shit, that would scare the hell out of me, too. <laughs> but I think, I just like that you have, like, the physical fitness, like, badass Marine thing, and then he's, like, super smart, and uh, he's a comedian and everything, and he has the charisma to be, like, a... You know, a game show host, game show is kind of a stretch, trivia show host, in a taxi cab. I don't know. I think I think that was a good pre... Plus, I think he came up with the idea, too, so he's also very creative. Yeah, it's a, it's a simple... Who but... else is going to come up with an idea? Red Light Challenge! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to watch a video. 
He's like, I'd like to use a, uh, I'd like to use a cheat or whatever they have on that. Yeah, show. street shout out. You, yeah, you roll down the window and then the person on the road is like, you're like, you gotta ask me a question. <laughs> hey, I'm on a game show right now. You wanna help? And they're like, fuck off. <laughs> you're in New you're York. You're in a taxi. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking bum. <laughs> you think I? You think I'm gonna believe you're playing Jeopardy in there? Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's the red light. That's the shout out music that they don't get bitched at for using by Jeopardy. Ben Bailey is like, oh, he's not cooperating. Huh? He rolls down the passenger <laughs> side window and you just see Alex Trebek's corpse just <laughs> sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> the people, no one else in the cab even knew that. Alex there. is still alive. <laughs> There's like a spider crawling out of his eye. There's a divider of like bulletproof glass to the left side of the passenger seat that blocks the view from the back. <laughs> see that Alex Trebek is in like this Pope Mobile style <laughs> container. <laughs> That's where he's been since his death. He's been in the cash cab. Ben Bailey bought his corpse. That's so fucking stupid. He, he needed some cash, so he got so... into the back of his own cab. I like, oh, Ben Bailey's also like, hey, can we put a, you know, the center console in taxi cabs? Could we just replace that with an ATM machine? Like, yeah, I think we can do that. I'm like, huh. Can that's, we soup up my taxi? That's pretty cool. Yeah, can you pimp my ride? Remember that show? Yeah. That was the worst show I've ever seen. There's a good, for like the one day a year I use Snapchat, there was an official story thing where it's like, pimp my ride controversies. And then they're like, they lied about what this person actually did for a job. And you're like, what? I, so? Yeah. Or like, wow, they weren't able to do this in that amount of time. It's like, yeah, no shit, but like, it's still cool. I don't, I don't care. As long as the show makes me think they did it in a week. But it took six months. I don't care because one, it's not my car, and two, it's not integral to why I'm watching the show. Right. I fuck people. It's not like I'm gonna go to a a car auto part store and be like, "Hey, soup up my ride exactly like this." They did. Yeah, I'll give you a week. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Like, oh my god, pimp my ride is ruining our business. But you get that's Ben Bailey's new show is pimp my cab. But the problem is you you. With the prevalence of Middle Eastern taxi drivers, or assumed prevalence of Middle Eastern taxi drivers in New York City. You have no idea in actuality. But I think it's pretty high. And Sikh taxi drivers. And they also Sikhs also drive truck now. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm okay with that. They're cool. The longer my hair gets, the more friendly I am to Sikhs. <laughs> uh, it's just some astral thing. <laughs> but Pimp My Cab, really, they would just ask for a beaded seat cover. And that's it. You're like, oh, you... That's, that's all that's you want? That's gonna take four months. Could I could I have a hookah in the dash of my car and a beaded seat cover? Like, yeah, we can do that today, actually. <laughs> really? It's like, yeah, it's not it's not a lot to ask for. Ben Bailey's like, is that all you is want? That we can do more. Yeah, you're allotted like $10,000 more of upgrades. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. We will pay for it. Anything you want. It's like, um, water? <laughs> I guess a bottle of water. I get thirsty when I'm driving. Why are these people so humble? (laughs) Fuck. It's the worst show. (laughs) I think the thing about it's... Because I've also had this thought, too, if we were ever... The problem is, is you see, like, Norm MacDonald on Celebrity Jeopardy. And he gets to, like, half a million. And he could have got the million dollar question right, but fucking... uh, Regis? Talked him out of it, yeah. (laughs) And then he goes and defends himself (laughs) on other people's shows. Yeah. But I've always had this thought that we, like either you or I, if we were on like 
are you smarter than a fifth grader or like I won't say I will I'll just I'll start with are you smarter than a fifth grader I mm -hmm. feel like that's pretty easy money as far as trivia shows go it's pretty easy I know we're kind of biased because we're kind of fresh out of school compared to people that are like 45 you know maybe yeah, I, there I is guess. some you know like that's the only thing i can think of, of like okay you have a better excuse to not know elementary but it's questions. also not like we were in school yesterday yeah it's been a long time since we were in elementary school yeah so i i don't know i feel like that show's too easy but then again you watch it and you're like oh everybody's fucking retarded so maybe not maybe that's too difficult Maybe it's difficult, difficult, lemon difficult. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't know why Jeff Foxworthy is also the host of that show. Let's pick the dumbest comedian. Let's pick the comedian with a fourth grade intelligence to host a show called Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Because I feel like you... This is a pro Jeff Foxworthy podcast, by the way, even though I just made that statement. He's a cool guy. Cool mustache. Cooler mustache than cool guy. But, yeah. <laughs> you also... I feel like it's really easy to do comedy on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader just because of the layout. Because it, all you, you can, have to do is just make fun of the person for yeah, their answer. Yeah, that kid knew that, you dumb fuck. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's the whole show. The best, I, there's gotta be uh, an episode. You gotta say it. <laughs> you got the question wrong. You gotta say it. He's like... I'm not smarter than a fifth grader. He's like, that's right, you're not. <laughs> oh, man. I just... And then the challenge questions is like a sixth grade spelling word. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? That show's gotta be off the air. Madison Pettis, the person that played the president's daughter on Cory in the House, yeah. used to be a kid. On are oh, you smarter? Really? Used on used to be a kid on are you smarter than a fifth I grader? I actually remember that. Yeah, isn't that fucking scary? That's spooky. <laughs> I guess kids don't have to. If you're a child actor, you're probably not an idiot. Yeah, you don't. It's not that hard to be a fifth grader if you're a fifth grader. And they also ask you questions about something you learned last week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just curious what takes place. I guess the problem is is we don't forget things a lot. To where I'm just I don't know what. Other people. I don't know what the average person has retained from high school. Nothing. Yeah. And especially from elementary school. High school, I can understand. But elementary school, you're kind of like, oh, this, this is worthwhile to learn. It's the basic stuff. You're, the, you're, not, you're not just drowning in apathy in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'll pay attention. I'll try a little bit. This is fun. But then you look on there and you're like, third grade astronomy. And then they're like, like, we didn't take fucking astronomy in third grade. What is the fourth planet from the sun? And you're like, oh my God, S Saturn. <laughs> it's not even close. Like, oh. But then they're like, okay, I think it's Saturn. Yeah. But I'm going to use, I'm going to use my peak. I'm going to use my, you, <laughs> they are called peaks. <laughs> I'm going to use good my, one. my peak. Good, good recall ability. <laughs> Holy shit. And then he looks at the uh, answer of the other fifth grader that he's competing against. Yeah. And that person very confidently wrote Mars. And he's like, oh, I think it might be Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help at all. Oh, There's anyway. an ego thing where he can't agree with a fifth grader. And then, yeah, he's like, You're, I'm way smarter than you, fifth grader. And he goes, final answer, Saturn. And then Jeff Foxworth is like, it was Mars, you <laughs> retard. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody turns into snotty boy. <laughs> they all point and laugh. Yeah, the barnyards really fucking ruined my ability to do witty repartee. <laughs> I just turn into snotty boy when I'm mocking somebody. That movie has ruined your <laughs> life since we've watched it. 
Do you think there was an episode of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader where they have a fifth grade teacher on? There's got to be. Oh, That's yeah. too easy to I think, set up. I think uh, school teachers are probably one of the most common contestants that they have. Yeah, and school teachers, especially now, are idiots. The old ones are good. I don't think... I think our old history teacher, 10th and 11th grade history teacher, could probably go up to 8th grade and pass pretty confidently. Yeah. Like, are you smarter than an 8th grader? That's a lot. Because he has to destroy parts of his mind to remember shit about history. <laughs> of, like, that we will never know. I think our English teacher could definitely do it. If he's not in Nome, Alaska, or wherever he fucking migrates to. I don't know. <laughs> but most of the new teachers, I guarantee you, would fail. Like, the fresh out of college, fresh off the boat teachers. <laughs> <laughs> and they would definitely... They're morons. Those are the people you go to, you know, parent-teacher, you're like a little kid. And you go to conferences, and you're like, oh, the adults are talking. My teacher's really smart. And then now, you're like, they're fucking idiots. You're a little kid in, like, preschool, and you're like, this lady's a genius. And then you see preschool teachers now who are, like, 24. And you're like, you're a fucking idiot. I don't want you by my kid, <laughs> you dumbass. What are you doing? The problem is, I like to think... If, just if you can remember where yeah. you are, because I'll forget mine. Because <laughs> you're an if idiot. If there is, correct. If there is any job that it's justified to have an iq test for it would be public education teacher i think yeah. that everyone should be able to at least reach some agreement to of like it's not racist classist you know whatever the fuck this makes sense to make sure our teachers are smarter than the average person mm. if they're gonna want to fucking educate our kids right and how many people would be let go because they can't do good on a... Most of them. I guess the problem is, is IQ is sometimes a poor measurement for stuff. I think don't... But, okay, don't do IQ. Yeah, there's has Send to be... Send all of them to Are You Smarter Than a Fifth yeah. Grader. Yeah, if you can get through a round without <laughs> failing, if you can prove you're smarter than a fifth grader, you can you can teach any grade. <laughs> Up like, to oh. fifth grade. No, even like 10th. <laughs> we don't care. That's the only requirement. Yeah. If you can pass that. Yeah, you, don't, you, you need no education... No formal education. If you can, if you've won the show, you can teach college. <laughs> that should be it. And Jeff Foxworthy is the dean. Ooh, this is <laughs> this is another TV show. I think it would be really good. <laughs> dean Foxworthy. He changes his name. It's it's both title and name. So he, he's Dean Dean Foxworthy. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a dean in America with the first name of Dean. And he just loves it. That's the fucking, can I go hang out with the fourth Fuhrer thing? <laughs> of like, he knew what his name was. As <laughs> some people don't. But he knew. And he's like, I know what I'm going to be when I grow up. Like, what do you want to be? A dean. A school bus driver. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and that didn't work out. So he yeah. just became a dean. <laughs> he couldn't be a school bus driver, but he can be the lead administer, an administrator of a college. I run this college, but I couldn't become a school bus driver because of the DUI. <laughs> <laughs> too drunk to drive school bus but not to be a leader of I'm a college i'm not drunk enough to be the leader of the college <laughs> that's perfect oh man i can't wait till these are all shows 20 years from now <laughs> i got them i got them watching, in my backlog you're watching tv can... no somebody steals it no zuckerberg puts it on facebook live i swear to god if i see baby playing on tv next year oh you will i'm gonna be so upset we can we can like affirm it into existence if we visualize it enough, it'll be a show. Baby plane. It's so stupid. Yeah, what I was going to say is I, I feel like the, the problem is, is... It'd probably be canceled after the terrorist episode where there's only Muslim babies. 
that's that's, that's why it goes, that's why it goes off the air. And somehow we get Muslim parents to let their kids do that, and they're okay with it. He's gonna be famous because I feel like I would be really good at Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah, but everyone does. That's yeah. That's the scary part of that thought of like okay. Most people think that. The, I, but then again, most people are idiots. Because that's one of my most legitimate fears ever on the planet is, is maybe the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, maybe I'm not smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah, I think I'm smart. What if I'm not? Yeah. But I think we both have that. And I think having that fear... Is enough to prove that you're at I, least somewhat intelligent. I hope. Because <laughs> so we call it the Cunning-Druger effect. Because we bring it up a lot. Of whenever we think we're smart in an area... It's like, fuck, a lot of people think that, though. And then the things I, I do know how to do, I think I'm retarded with. Like, my job, I permanently feel like I have no idea what's going on. They're like, you're one of the best people here. It's like, oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Where, where am I? I think you're talking to the wrong person right now. <laughs> you meant to talk to someone else. Yeah. There's no one else here. Yeah. Who is, I think, yeah, I think they're in the bathroom right now. I'll wait. <laughs> I actually kind of want to be here when you tell them. <laughs> I think, yeah, because the cool thing in mine, I think my uh, worry about that is more related in like, I won't say low self-esteem, but I'll say like uh, just uncertainty of what I know and don't know. And I'm not sure if that's also the grounding with like you. Because there's, there's things in Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader of like where there are subjects that I'm like, fuck, we didn't cover that. What's, what, what's all encompassed in first grade health? We didn't have health until fifth grade. Maybe I don't know this. Basic CPR. I don't know. That changes. You don't do the mouth thing anymore because the HPVB or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Now while you're doing your compressions, you just, you're required to make your mouth look like a fish. (laughs) Just so they laugh and wake up. Exactly. Yeah. Because then people standing by are like, oh, this is really funny. You're missing out if you don't wake up. He touched the bud. (laughs) Yeah, that's instead of smelling salts, they're like egging the person on of like, oh, this is hilarious. You gotta see this. He looks like a fish. Look at what he's doing with his face. No one's ever done that. Whoa. <laughs> that's why it's put as a requirement. Everybody that has to uh, have CPR performed on them is actually just faking it and just throwing a temper tantrum. And they will willingly could wake up if they wanted to. <laughs> so the fish thing works like 90% of the time. <laughs> so stupid. That is medical advice. Oh, man, yeah. if Yeah. We are professionals in doing the fish thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really good I've seen it. Nemo, like, twice. Really? In Finding Nemo, like, three times. <laughs> <laughs> the third there's time a, I just didn't watch there's a time, it. <laughs> there's a time I watched Finding Nemo where I didn't see Nemo at all in the movie. Don't know how it happened. He is a clownfish, though. They blend in. <laughs> He's a clown. <laughs> The scary thing about CPR is you're supposed to break people's ribs. I think it'd be fun to get into that field just to hurt people. <laughs> I, I hope there's somebody out there that became a nurse or emergency response person because he wants to hurt people. This is the reason but he wants John to make Quinones it. got into the medical field. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wants to just, he doesn't want to have the societal pressure of being bad and like, oh, you can't hurt yeah. people. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll help people. You know, air quotes. And then he just destroys. He breaks everybody's rib cage. Even like the test dummy. Like, oh, you killed him. He's dead. He exploded his chest cavity. He just hangs out at public pools. And then when someone's drowning. When somebody gets in and coughs, he assumes they're drowning. And he pulls the kid out and just push one push. And they're dead. Just as hard as he can. Yeah. Let me cave in your chest. Yeah. Three-year-old that coughs. 
He's assuming they're drowning. He's not even in the pool. <laughs> he's like he's like putting his towel down or whatever, and his yeah, kids like, go jump in the pool, and he's just like, <laughs> "I got you, man." <laughs> what are you What are you doing? I'm gonna save your life. I'm coming, buddy. <laughs> and somehow this happens like twenty times in a day, and none of the kids who are swimming are traumatized by it at all. Like, wow, he really cares. He saved 20 people. <laughs> he saved 20 people. And now they're on their way to the hospital oh. in the ambulance. Man, hopefully they'll get better when they go there, too. He's re- he really cares. That's like the constable thing. Thanks, John. Just everyone. <laughs> it's John Quinones is the lifeguard. Every bad person in the world is secretly John Quinones. Oh, shit. It's like the constable thing, though, where, oh, wow, crime doesn't happen in this city. Why? It's like one person lives there, and it's because he t- just harasses everyone. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's weird, but I, it's still safe, I guess. As long as you're not there. It's hard to have an unsafe city if you're the only one in there. It'd be funny if you had a... I guess it's also easy to make, like, wow, the there's the, the like, the propensity to be raped. Prevalence of rapists in this town is 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only person that lives there is a rapist. <laughs> like, oh, that kind of ruins the statistics. I like to think that uh, the constable, he goes to, like, the grocery store and he still leaves money on the counter when he's grabbing groceries. Yeah, he doesn't have to pay for stuff, but he does. And yeah. then kind he, of a really honor system. He, by like, the book he goes guy. to the gas station. This is after he's retired. He goes to the gas station. He goes behind the counter, puts on like the uniform. And he kind of just stands there for eight hours. There's no one else in town. No, it's illegal to enter. It's, it's, it's not illegal, but it's like that. There's a town in Pennsylvania that people still live in. That the road split and there was a coal mine and stuff, not under the town, but you know, there's veins of coal and stuff. But there's gas that's been seeping up from this mine to where like five people live there and they won't fucking leave. (laughs) But it's like that of like, do not enter this town. You can't go in. Constable, retired. He'll chase you out, not kill you, but you won't, you won't be fun. After he's done with work, he opens up the register, grabs like... $96. $96. He's like, it's my pay for the day. <laughs> Shoves yeah. it in his pocket. Yeah, I don't know how the money is restocked. He restocks it with things that he By buys. By paying for gas. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. He purchases everything in cash. Yeah, every day he gets $96 worth of gas. <laughs> and then he takes that money after he gets done with work. That's beautiful. He's, that's not the Canadian dream. He's got a system down. But you know what I realized just now? But I, I, I figured it out by looking to my right. Is that I was worried where the book is. Oh, I know where the book is. Okay, that's yeah. good. I was just I was spooked. Because I mean, it's not on the table. And I know you're going to fucking break this table. Well, I just set the table back uh-huh, up. Uh-huh, yeah. Table's been up whole time. <laughs> Don't lie trying to, to the Trying audience. to lie to the audience. <laughs> Typical Colton. But to to bring it back to my original point. Which one? Just to finish it off. You know, okay. Just to put a cap on that point. Yeah. I'm in the field. <laughs> right? And the, the we're in the plains. And the, uh, it's plains on Holy all sides. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay, you're going back like 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. Okay. I gotta... If I don't finish this, it'll bother me and everyone else. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just a bunch of adults. There's a couple babies or whatever. First thing I do when we need food is I'm killing and eating the baby. That was... Holy <laughs> 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 shit. What? In front of... What if their parents are there? I'll convince them. 
you think? I think that would be the. I think we have to kill and eat somebody. I think the baby's going. And you first. wouldn't. You wouldn't pick like the fat disabled guy that somehow survived the crash. No, there's somebody that's almost already dead, and you're gonna kill the perfectly healthy baby. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. I'm on Roger. The <laughs> Broken Roger, leg, can't yeah. move. Is the alien from American Dad. Everybody hates him. Yeah, he's a dick. He's like the guy that flew on uh, Air Philippines or something like that that made the people wipe his ass. Yeah. He takes up three seats. Mm-hmm. He needs a seatbelt extender. Has uh, like 500,000 calories worth of fat on his body. That's... Killing and eating the baby first. Okay. That's what I'm doing. You want your appetizer. I get it. I get it. I com- I understand the logic. I don't think morally I agree with it, but I it's not like I'll I'm opposed to it completely. Point over. The baby's not going to help. Maybe Roger can help at some point. Okay. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I I don't think don't, so. Don't worry. He's next. Okay. Good. As long as the <laughs> we're baby, gonna have to eat tomorrow. The as baby's long as not you tell the baby that Roger's next, I think that's good. I don't think yeah, that. I that'll can give assure him... you that Roger's next, and he goes, "Whoo!" <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and eat me. Yeah. It's like a four-year-old child. It's no concept to anything. Not even a baby. No. It's like a 17-year-old. <laughs> Technically, you're not an adult yet, so you're a baby in my eyes. Roger. 35-year-old you, Roger. <laughs> All right, look, baby, I gotta eat you. He's like, I'm older than you. Have we brought up, I don't know why, I guess I thought of, you said 35-year-old man being a baby, and I thought of Nick, your ex- ex-co-worker i think for jobs you've had yeah he was 30 something like that and working at shopco was his first job mm-hmm. and i think we should get him on the pod i don't know where he is or how to contact him i and i don't want to talk to him he doesn't have hey to nick talk. if you're listening i'm sorry man but i'm not sorry you're a terrible person. he doesn't have to talk <laughs> he's just i just be here i just want him here for the <laughs> for the vibe that he'll the Support. aura that he'll give off. Yeah. I feel like it's a bad aura. Yeah, he's he would. Yeah, I bet he's pissed. He has he can't get a PS5. <laughs> what was he mad about at Shopco that his dad wouldn't let him buy a PS4? Yeah, and with the supply he's chain, he's five, and his dad wouldn't let him buy a PS4, which I think is a perfectly healthy relationship. <laughs> I don't think there's any red flags that I'm receiving right now from Nick. <laughs> the problem is, is I messaged Nick on Facebook. After Shopko went under because you ate every receipt, paper, piece, roll. You know, yeah, yeah, as you do. Um, it tastes really bad. I imagine. Continue. I imagine. And it's extremely carcinogenic, but let's ignore that part. <laughs> I'm going to have cancer later. Yeah, Life. throat cancer. Like, I've never smoked anything. <laughs> what? But uh, I don't know what I was talking about. Already forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Nick related. Um, let's see if we can figure it out. You 30. contacted him. Oh, yeah. After Shopko went under, because the receipt... At least one of us is listening. Thank you. <laughs> the receipt paper shortage. I just got into the whole public health thing of, like, don't touch receipt paper thing. Like, the inner RWBB autist in me is like, oh, no, people are consuming vegetable oil and touching receipts. We gotta <laughs> warn the world. But I message Nick, because I, I don't know how I found him, because I don't think you're friends with him on Facebook. No. But I think I just looked up Nick on Facebook. <laughs> And it's such a bad name that nobody has it, except for him. And I sent him a friend request, and I said, hey, Colton worked with you. I think you're cute. (laughs) (laughs) And not socially inept, we should hang out or something like that. And he never said anything to me. And that'll never be the biggest diss of my just character. (laughs) 
That's the worst thing I've ever experienced is Nick not responding. Because I know he doesn't talk to anybody. And getting ghosted by somebody that has no friends. Ooh. It hits differently. I have no friends, but I still don't want to talk to you. Yeah, fuck you, Nick. Your weird cat Facebook profile picture. It wasn't even his cat. It was a stock picture of a cat. I still remember that. <laughs> fuck you, Nick. If you're, This is an anti-Nick podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he would bow at people. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. That's not good. He would all, he would also get into work for like an hour and then ask you if he can sit down because his feet hurt and can he take a break. He complained like, about Nick, everything. You you just showed up. I'm like Nick, I'm get six, out of my office. I'm six hours into my shift, Nick. I'm in charge of you and I'm not nice. So and then I like how he would do like the pissing contest thing with you of where he wouldn't do something that you said and he'll get the manager. And then the manager will then tell him to do what you told him to do. And he, he couldn't get it through. That's always how it worked. Anytime I, I told anyone anything, whether it was an employee or a customer, and the manager ended up getting involved, the manager would always take my side because I was the only one who knew how to do everything in that store. Yeah, I believe it. But this is a, I guess for outlier aspect of Nick, pro Nick podcast. But then every other aspect of Nick like the parts that make him an outlier, anti-Nick podcast. We're, we're like specific. a 99% anti-Shopco Nick, 1% pro-Shopco Nick podcast. So if that 1% wants to come on the pod and join us in Kumbaya-esque pod-ing. We're literally just going to sit here and sing Kumbaya. Yeah. If you bow once, though, I will kill you. And that's, that's my... If you bow twice, I will not. That's the thing. I feel terrible. That's like social anxiety provoking, as we'll hearken to one of our friends who has uh, something I don't think exists. But, um... <laughs> I just, it's disgusting to me that you bow towards like an 85 year old Christian lady. Like how is she supposed to appropriately respond to that? Bow back. I, I guess you're what are you, right. you, monk? But she's not going to. <laughs> oh, that poor lady. And she's too nice to be like, oh, you're fucked, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> she said that to him. <laughs> yeah. If you had a real, get some fucking Canadian hockey player. Do that. Nick bows at somebody. He's like, oh, get fucked, buddy. And then Nick <laughs> stops bowing and problem solved. And then he comes to my office and he's like, hey, can I take a break? I've been here for 15 Somebody minutes. harassed me for bowing. Can, <laughs> we, can I leave? Can I go home for the day? I said, Nick, I swear to God, if I lose this game of Snake because I'm talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm good at my jobs. <laughs> Nick, if I don't win this game of Snake, it's your ass. <laughs> We're bringing this straight up to higher management. (laughs) I remember when I followed you up to the break room and everybody's like, who the fuck is that? No one cared. No. (laughs) That's the cool thing about jobs like that. If nobody gives a shit and it's kind of perfect. Yeah, there's a door that says employees only. And I'm just like, hey, employees only. And you're like, I don't care. And I'm like, all right, I don't care either. Then (laughs) we just both went upstairs. Last, not last week, the week prior on Thursday, Friday. A tile setter was talking about <laughs> how and everybody that works at stores that sell equipment and stuff like Menards, Fleet Farm, Home Depot, he said they're all zeros. And I lost it laughing because it's true of like back in the day you'd get, I sound like a fucking boomer, but like there'd be <laughs> adults there that know what they're doing and they, you know, there's good enough benefits and stuff like that. But now it's just all kids that are like, fuck, even like 16 year olds work at Menards. And stuff like that. And they don't give a fuck. They don't get paid enough to 
try. So you can like steal shit if you wanted to. And it's like if stuff's marked up incorrectly. My boss did that with a water tank. Of the water tank he bought was supposed to be like $250. He brought it up, he got it scanned, it was 120 bucks. He's like, you know what, I'm gonna go grab another one quick. And he got <laughs> two for the price of one. And it's because people are stupid. Well, and in and general, that should be a problem. don't care. That should be a problem that you'd think these stores would want to fix. Right. But they, I guess it's kind of a hard problem because nobody wants to grow up. Me like, what do you want to do when you grow up, little fella? He's like, I want to work at Menards for 45 years. Like, oh. I want to cashier at Menards. I don't think you want to do that, <laughs> little fella. That's for people right out of high school and people who are too old to do anything else. Yeah, from like 16 to there's somebody at Menards that's like, 28 and just is the cart guy but um like in-store menards the people that aren't managers are like 16 to 25 yeah that's that age group where like you don't there's not career unless like i said unless you're the manager right which still isn't a good honestly even a supervisor is okay it's not like you didn't really shoot for the stars on that one but it's better than being a cashier right you're yeah. in charge of people still. Pro Menards, pro Home Depot, anti, no, pro, pro Lowe's. Lowe's is all right. Lowe's is weird though, because I forget about Lowe's a lot. I'm anti Home Depot. Are you? Oh, never mind. That's fair. I'm. I'll tell that story. Yeah, a different I should be. Time. I should be anti Home Depot too, because that's why I eventually caved and got Spotify Premium before I could just get an APK for it. <laughs> Every time you'd play, you'd listen to three songs. And it'd be three Metallica songs. It's like, fuck, I'm not going to listen to three three-minute songs and hear an ad. I'm going to listen to three fucking eight-minute songs and hear an ad. If I'm going to have to listen to an ad, I'm going to get as much music out of it as possible. And then fucking the ad will play, and it's like... Now at the Home Depot. And every fucking time that'd be the first ad. And you can only <laughs> listen to that for like a month and a half. Before you're like, I'm going to either shoot up a Home Depot or... Spend $10 a month for ad-free music. <laughs> and I chose the worst option and bought Spotify Premium. <laughs> <laughs> the one that most people wouldn't have chosen. Oh, is it book time? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Real Problem quick, is... actually. Wait. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, the, you were the, saying? Thanks for I the can't balloon. believe you wanted to do that. I That's didn't. the real quick thing you wanted to do? <laughs> no. You fucking child. Um, I don't know if this is... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to pop that thing. You can't. It's the mascot of the pod. You can't kill him. Okay. <laughs> you were... It's so loud. It is. I don't know why it does that. You were saying... Okay. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily the funniest thing on the planet, but since yesterday, oh, this? no, it has had the most profound change in my entire life. Okay. I've been so, I'm a changed man because of this. Oh no. Yesterday we went, uh, me and my family went to. Which one? The cities. What do you mean? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> There's the one that your rich uncle has that's in upper Michigan. There's the... Not my family. The Harmony Cave one that's in Harmony, Me Minnesota. and my mother and my siblings. How many of your siblings? Okay. It was me, my mom. Okay. My stepdad. Okay, got it. My mom's cousin slash half-sister. Oh, that's not... Explanation pending. Yeah. My cousin's... Uh, my mom's cousin's half-sister's husband. Okay. Your Asian dad. 
Yeah, my Asian dad. Yeah. My younger brother, my older brother, my older brother's wife. I thought... That was the group. Okay. Just a little unrelated point. Kind of related. I thought your older brother's always busy building homes and stuff. Isn't he super rich? I just he's assume he always money, lives yeah. away from here. I thought he's always in the... Uh, fair enough. He's not working Is it like an weekend, Easter thing? Though. That's a good point. And if he does work, he's at home. Okay, whatever, whatever. I, just, I was just <laughs> gathering information. So we went uh, to the cities. My mom for Christmas is always trying to... She's, oh, it is Christmas time. She stresses out. You at, stupid fucking mom. <laughs> she stresses out at Christmas because she always wants to give us something and no one tells her any ideas of what to give them. That sounds like your family. Because nobody cares, but she's like, yeah. I just want everyone to have a good time. Yeah. And I just want to show that I love my kids, yeah. basically. And she's like, I. she feels really bad because every year I am like, just give me the basic amenities that I don't want to buy. Shirts pants shoes soap just clothes yeah you know just anything that i don't want to purchase but i need yeah which and, is a good and i'm totally fine with it yeah and i've told her this i and it I, saves that's you what a bunch I of want. time yeah to not have to go get this stuff and she, but she always feels bad that she feels like she's giving us a lot of kind of boring things so every year she tries to find one bigger thing that is a little more exciting. Okay. Uh, this year, she got us tickets to see C-list celebrity Michael Carbonaro live. I have no idea who that is. He's the number one face of true TV, if you don't count the Impractical Jokers. He's probably the the second reason that that channel exists. Okay, yeah. I have, is he... he looks exactly like John Mulaney. Oh. <laughs> he's, a, he's like a, a magician Italian? comedian. What race is he? Or ethnicity? Carbonaro? He's probably Italian. Because if he looks like John Mulaney, because I thought you were thinking of like some Latin American guy when you said his name, but Carbonaro now is like, okay, there's some yeah. guinea fuck that you're going to see. <laughs> but he, you know, the show was okay, it was fine, good, whatever. Oh, so you it's, went to it this weekend? Yeah. It's not like an up and coming. I okay, went to cool. it yesterday. Oh shit, okay, cool. And uh, it was all right. It was, it was a live show, it was experience, you know, yeah. fine. Yeah and um there was no tim and eric live here's the thing about live shows live shows are an experience that you experience with another person or a group of people that you know yeah and then you remember that experience fondly forever but you almost never talk about it yeah <laughs> it's such a weird thing okay yeah i get it yeah we never mentioned tim and eric live no that we you know, that's something we went to yeah that's we never talked and about it was it. good up yeah it was terrific yeah so that's where we were, just to kind of give details to this. Okay. But before we went to that, we went to just a restaurant up in the cities to eat. It was just a dine-in, like, bar and grill or something yeah. like that. And uh, after we got done eating, me and my younger brother were like, okay, you guys go out to the car. We're just going to go to the bathroom real quick. We got to pee before we watch an hour and a half live show. As we were walking into the bathroom, my, my brother was right in front of me. He is just about to grab the handle to the door of the bathroom. Somebody opens the door and walks out. Like they just got done going to the bathroom. Yeah. And he says exactly like this to our faces. Come on in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> me and my brother were so confused because 
That's the weirdest thing that anyone has ever said to either of us. <laughs> That's awesome, it though. make any sense. I fucking love it. And we haven't been able to stop thinking about it since. You no, know, I'm a big fan of that guy. We're like, why did he do that? Just to mess with you, because he knew it would stick. <laughs> and initially, I went Come to- on in, boys. <laughs> I love it. I went to- I talked to my brother immediately after that. And I said, if I ever- am like that guy shoot me in the face immediately <laughs> holy shit and then What's an hour later guy? an hour later i said i've changed my mind if i'm ever not like that guy <laughs> shoot me yeah, i said he went just... out of his way and he knew he'd forget about that in 15 minutes but he knew it'd stick with us forever yeah exactly it's perfect <laughs> that guy's awesome that's you he was just jeffing and how then, old was he um probably in his uh late 30s early 40s nice gen xer millennial even yeah. hacking around cool he, he doesn't i like i don't understand yeah. what he's doing yeah i was fine with it and then uh this is what's a real testament to how cool my mom is okay my brother as a joke when we were in the car like going to the live show because uh, my mom got vip tickets Ooh. to uh like meet him a meet and greet after the show oh, that's worth it for not for us but for her my of course but she told you guys yeah and my brother is like hey when you meet him and have him like sign something have him sign it to me and say come on in boys (laughs) like before he said this out loud my mom he kind of nudged me he goes i got something i got a really good idea yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then it's literally like Three hours later have have passed. My mom's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Three hours later, she comes back with a signed poster that says, come on in, boys. Michael Carbonaro. And we're like, what? That's awesome. Why did you remember that? That's terrific. (laughs) You do care. Yeah. (laughs) Wish I knew what that was like. (laughs) But that's just just my life-altering experience that I wanted to Come on in, boys. Come on I in, love it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's you. That's just a more involved version of you. I, to where I think that's why you acted so like against it initially. Of like you encountered an older version of you from the future, and you're like, I can't take that. Well, part of it is even now. It's been probably over. Eh, it's been probably eighteen hours since that happened. Okay. And it's just my brain is still scrambled trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to comprehend what just happened. When I was trying to... Oh, I'll kick the table some more. Thanks. I guess it doesn't matter. It only fucks with your audio. <laughs> so I have a cool bookshelf mic, TM. <laughs> I was talking to uh, our friend at brunch once, and we were in our old... Uh, where we took government in that, you know, in that class, and I think mm-hmm. it was like 10th or 11th grade. And I was just trying to understand the universe and existence and stuff, and I don't know, I just got into some manic episode about trying to figure <laughs> that out. And our government teacher goes to me and said, Fitch, don't, you have to stop. I said, what? And he said, you're just, you're going to drive yourself mad if you keep trying to figure it out. There's no answer to it. I said, okay. And that's not comforting, but like, okay, I'd rather not go, you know, insane trying to figure this out. And I think that's what you're going to get to. But like, there is no grounding in reality to come on in, boys. It's just a thing that happened. Just appreciate it. Yeah. He said it impulsively and he's like, oh, this flows. This is, this is, this is vibing with the mood right now. He's so happy. He just took a really good shit. Come on in, boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the, try to have as good of an experience as I had. We were both peeing in the urinal and I, we were kind of just sitting there and I look at my brother and I said, come on in, boys. Water's fine. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like he's it's inviting like what other you. context do you say, come on in, boys? Yeah, Only if you're in a swimming pool. In a body pool. of water. <laughs> yeah. And then we just kept making jokes and... I was, my brother's like what maybe he was talking about the urinal cakes or so i was like come on in boys cakes are whole <laughs> <laughs> we got some good cakes in here so it's like what do who are you man it is the only time i've ever heard come on in boys water's fine that's the only context i've ever heard exactly. that so now i see why it fucks with you at that level <laughs> It's not the context does not make any sense which makes that which makes the comment even better I now want to find, like, historical examples of come on in, boys, where it's completely separate from being in an existing body of water. But anyway, so you don't say, bouncers don't say that to people? No. I'm just glad you shared your, I won't say trauma, but cool, unique event with yeah. people. And I'm going to make it into a hat, and I'm going to sell the hat. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have of to course. capitalize on this. Yeah, your inner gypsy comes out. <laughs> people love this. Book time! Book time! Aw. I want to find I want to find one that says rush so we have to we can include that time that sound bite again. Oh great, make me edit some more. <laughs> uh 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 oh. Uh. You you've got it saved. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or those I'm just going to try to find one where I can holy shit there's a lot of jokes about Texas. Oh no. Oh, I already read that one off the air. Oh, I'm oh in, this is what happens. I told you not to touch the book off air. I'm in a bad part of the book. This is what I really like. Okay. This is what I think I read before, dude, to you. Um. God, so. At Eskimo Trial, where were you on the night of October 11th to April 3rd? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That is actually probably the best one in that <laughs> yeah. entire book. Fundamentally as a joke, that one's really good. <laughs> oh. The mouth of babes. Oh no. <laughs> There's a Minnesota one. Well you're not gonna finish the other joke? What? That's the that's the grouping of jokes. Oh. That's what the sections call. Okay. It says before Thanksgiving, a Minnesota first Minnesotan first grader books wrong. Fuck you, Treasury humor. I'm just saying. It says Minnesota first grader. I, I think you can include the end. They're not from Minnesota. Clearly. Fair enough. Before Thanksgiving, like somebody, some fucking poser on this pod. Before Thanksgiving, a Minnesota first grader asked her pupils to tell her what they had to be thankful for. I am thankful, said one small boy, that I am not a turkey. <laughs> You turkey. <laughs> the problem is we're gonna have to save this episode for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so that really fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that one. We were good up until the last 20 seconds. Yeah. There's also an illustration of the boy in a turkey. If you want, <laughs> if you wanted to use that as the thumbnail, that wouldn't fit as a thumbnail. It's too we long. We can we can just do the turkey then. Our true national uh, bird. <laughs> Maybe if you could do some real work. What is your fetish with making me do more work? <laughs> oh, oh, you mean any? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. The people I have to work with. Heck. <laughs>